The Carmen and Yurko podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Check out the ESPN Chicago Games, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka at ESPNChicagoGames.com. Watch us compete against each other. Share memories and laughs, all for charity. Tito's Handmade Vodka celebrates 25 years. Cheers to you, Chicago. Live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. Now, back to more. Carmen Yurko. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. A good Karma Brands radio station. Happy Friday. Now we're cooking with gas with this weather, folks. Now this is what I'm talking about. Beautiful day today. Sun is shining, nice and warm. We're talking football, baseball, basketball. And it's Blackhawks opening night against their rivals, the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit sucks. That Red Wings team is pretty unrecognizable, boys. But away we go. Carmen and Yurko with you for the next couple hours. We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvia, too. The guys are out today for Football Friday. You can go see them at one of our favorite places, Twin Peaks, out in Oak Brook Terrace there on 22nd Street. We're live in our old National Bank State Street studios. Uh, do you remember? I don't know if they still make it. I think they probably do. But, uh, of course, everybody remembers rice Aroni, right? rice a San Francisco San Francisco Who doesn't remember rice Yeah, like uh, Christian McCaffrey is the new San Francisco treat. Uh, big news in the NFL is the game was going on last night. There's a shake how at the stick. That? There was. Should we go live? How about it? A big shake at the stick. They don't play at the stick anymore. They don't even play in San Francisco anymore. They play in Santa Clara, but it's a great, uh, it's a great expression nonetheless, and it makes us think of our old friend Chet. Yeah, big stuff happening in the NFL as, you know, we don't, you don't usually see. We turn this a blockbuster? Is Christian McCaffrey still? I think that's more of a, yeah, more yeah. of a blockbuster than anything that we've had come down the pipeline in recent memory. So certainly more than Robbie. Well, I listen, the offseason saw Russell Wilson get traded for crowd out loud. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking it, during season. Okay. We're talking, these All are right. in-season trades. Okay, in-season trades. Right. Yeah. yeah, this one's pretty big. Yeah, it's a good one. You don't usually see stuff like this in season. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't know how you know how Von impactful Miller last it year, is, but you know, like uh, what, what do they call it? replacement value. Uh, you, you got a guy that's you know when you hand him the ball, he's pretty damn good to begin with. What you get out of McCaffrey is a guy that can run the ball and catch the ball, could play all three downs if you wanted to. So does it just give Shanahan another healthy. tool in the? Uh, they they must the have box? felt that they needed more. They must have felt that they needed more. Maybe his versatility, you could put him out in the slot and have him catch a ball, too. Maybe there's a couple other things they might want to be able to do with him. Maybe they envisioned something a little bit better for McCaffrey than he was getting at Carolina. They lost a running back again in week one, like they yeah. always do. They would, so, so maybe you're right. Want sometimes they, they just, just keep losing them. They can't stay healthy. Second, third, fourth, and a fifth. Yes, second, third, Three, fourth, and a fifth. Uh, the second, third, and fourth next year, and then the fifth is two years from now. And Adam Schefter tweeted that they had kind of an abundance of picks because of some compensation that they got for losing so many coaches the last couple of years, Yerk. Right. I don't know if you saw that here. I, I retweeted it. Oh, you second. lose a coach, and boom, you get uh, draft choices. So huh? Schefter tweeted this last night. What helped the Niners pull off the trade for McCaffrey was that they had six extra third-round compensatory draft picks granted to them for losing Robert Sala to the Jets, Mike McDaniel to the Dolphins, and Martin Mayhew to the Commanders in recent off-seasons. That's why. So they had kind of an abundance of picks. Uh, you know, I, some people, I, I was a little surprised to hear some were surprised that Christian McCaffrey went for uh, 
things other than a first-rounder. Did anybody really think a team was going to trade a first-round pick for a running back that has been hurt the last also three years? one that's been paid. And one that's been paid? Yeah, yeah. McCaffrey's like, been paid. That's insanity. Yeah. You can't trade first-round picks. Right. I, I still thought when I saw everything coming down the pipeline, I guess the second is the thing of real value, the third. Once you get to the fourth and the fifth, if you've got an abundance of them already, well, what the hell's the difference? They got all those compensatory picks in the third round. They'll only let one third-rounder go. Right. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, maybe not such a bad deal for them. I don't know. Like, are they? Do we consider this all-in mode? Do they look at less need down the coast and go, yeah, we're too good, we're too talented. If we could stay healthy and we don't know the future with Trey Lance, we got Jimmy for the rest of the year. Like, we got to go all-in now. You Let's got try seven to draft choices. You get 13 in one year. Not all 13 are going to make your team anyway. It allows you to make mistakes in the draft. But at what point do you say, well, the thirds that we have are better than the fourth and the fifth? Yeah. You know, you, you know? so I, I think ultimately that's just what they did. They this took is a, a look at it and said, hey, let's do it now. I, well, Jimmy G is going to be Trey Lance again next year, right? Jimmy yeah. G's not going to be back. No, so. I wouldn't think so. Listen, if he stays healthy, I think he helps him. We would all agree, right? Yes. Christian McCaffrey, if he could stay on the football field, is still a pretty dynamic player. He probably helps him. Is it a deal I would have been running to make? Probably not. I like draft capital, but when you have all that they have, as Adam Schefter pointed out, you know, you kind of start to see the picture a little bit differently, I guess. Okay, if he stays healthy, they make a deep playoff run, you probably say it's worth it for a second, a third, a fourth, and, you know, you don't sweat the fifth next year. But it's a running back. You're going to tell you about running backs all the time, what they mean, what they don't mean. It's just not a position of value in football anymore. Uh, they're they're everywhere. They're a dime a dozen. It's the only position in football where the average salary has gone down for a reason. Yeah, for every Ezekiel Elliott, there's a Tony Pollard of waiting course. in the wings. For every David Montgomery, there's Herbert waiting right behind him, 100%. ready for his chance and his opportunity. For every Damian Harris, guy, yeah. there's a Ramondre Stevenson. Right. It, it, it never it's, ends. It's It doesn't matter. It doesn't you know, matter. Javante Freeman goes down. They got Poole out there. Javante Williams. Javante Williams, yes. thank you. What did I say, Freeman? Javante Williams, they got pull out there ready yes. to take over. I it's mean, all... they just they, the next guy is there. He's always going to be there. That's exactly right. And the replacement value for a running back, unless he's Barry Sanders. And I, I, I really see that's the, guy, the one guy. Barry Sanders was so different that sometimes you didn't need to have blocking for Barry. Barry just found a way to make it get it done. Not saying that the guys in front of him weren't good. Lomas Brown, Kevin Glover, I love those guys. Those guys were absolutely fantastic. But he could make something out of nothing. That's what he could do. There's not many guys that can make something out of nothing. He was also the rare durable back, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the other part of the equation. These running backs don't age well. They just don't, especially today. Rare are the Walters and the Barry Sanders, and, you know, maybe you throw LaDainian Tomlinson, maybe you throw in there, had a long, productive career. More often, it's, you know, the tale of Sean Alexander or Priest Holmes or... um, who else, Yerk? I mean, Frank Gore was kind of an outlier. He was never nearly as good as those guys, but he was one of those rare guys that stayed healthy. But more often than not, it's uh, Larry, um, not Larry Fitzgerald. Who was the kid out of Penn State, Yerk? The good one for a couple years. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson, more yes. More often than not, it's like this unbelievable pop for a couple seasons, and then when the workload reaches it's a certain much. threshold, yeah. that's it. You see these running backs fall off a cliff. Rare and usually are those other it's 340-plus touches, yeah. either via the pass or the rush. That takes you over in one certain year where there's almost, it's not absolute certainty that you're going to have a dilemma and a problem, but boy, the ripe for the injury is coming right sure. after that. Eddie George was one of those guys. There's another guy. Eddie George was the one you looked at right away. Yeah. And you said, look at all those touches he had early in his career. 
And then by the end of the career, he's like a 3.5 guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 3.5 rush. There's no, nothing dynamic about him anymore. You know, uh, Shanahan's so good at scheming the run anyway, it's uh, maybe a little bit surprising. But it does give him, uh, like we said, if he stays healthy, a pretty spectacular athlete that he adds to his offensive mix. They're like the White Sox in San Francisco. They, they can't keep anybody healthy. That's their problem. Their defense, when healthy, is as good as any in the league, I think. If they find a way to get everybody back together when it matters most in December, January, and February, they'll probably be a tough out. But they go into this week again very banged up. Their entire secondary pretty much banged up. Hufanga's in concussion protocol now. Jimmy Ward's got a club on his hand. He wants to play. How does a cornerback play with a club on his hand? Well, I mean, listen, in, in theory, if you're playing corner, you play corner with your feet. You play defense with your feet. And the ability to get penalized is kind of minimized for okay. you as a corner. It's a good take. But it's tough to intercept the ball. When you got a club on your hand. I would think. You know, you can pass. You can defense pass. You can still get that cast in there, that club in there. Okay, so you can still do that. But if you're going to play a physical style of corner, then you've got to be able to have your hands to jam, to check, to hold. And everybody holds. They all do it. You can, see it every single time. He can play some safety, too. I don't know how much that matters. Maybe one's better than the other with that club. You bring up a great point, I guess, Yerk. That's why I defer to you. Yeah. Okay. He wants to play. We'll see. Uh, who else? Traverius uh, Tra- Ward on the injury report this week. Bosa might play, trending towards a return. We'll see. Uh, it's just they, they. It's like Javon Kinlaw's out again. It's like every week. It's just these these, and it's hard to handicap. Like what 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 do we expect going into that game against? And it's a good looking game. At some against point, the Chiefs on right, Sunday. At some at some point, there's too many injuries. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, it's like the the, the old bucket at the water park. You know, you fill it up with water. You can fill it up with injuries. Injuries, eventually the injury is going to spill out and it's going to affect the team and it's, the team's going to be no good. That's why I was on the Falcons There's last too week. Many too many losses. Too many injuries for the 49 Too 49ers. many losses that cause this problem. Sounds like McCaffrey is headed towards playing, but in goal line package stuff only, I guess. Like, because he's not going to know the whole offense, obviously. I mean, he's like getting there today. So they're talking about, at least that was the report that I saw this morning that. The plan is potentially to have him in some goal line package stuff, and he, he will be in uniform potentially in playing, and then get fully up to speed with them going forward, obviously. So you can't. When's, would, when's their bye? Uh, I, let me check. something I, I'd look to, too. I, I don't know. I'll check for you real quick. I, I can't imagine he has, you know, 20 touches in this game, right? There's just no way. I, I, I mean, listen. I, uh, their bye, Yurko, is uh, week nine. So they play. They have this game, they have next week at the Rams, then their bye. How much different is the verbiage from one place to the other? How much different is it than what he had in college? You know, that's what, what I'd look for right now. I told you the different amounts of verbiage that I had over the course of time. Miami, we did, it was numbers. The strong side was 6-8. and eight, The weak side was 5-7. and seven. Okay, numbers. That's what it was. That's how they talked about the linebackers, what they were going to do and how they were going to do it. Uh, when I went to Green Bay, uh, everybody, uh, we identified the opposing team um, a specific way, but uh, we were Sam, Will, Mike. Nose, three technique, defensive ends, you know, strong safety, free safety. Yeah. It was, the, the, you know, the, the classical form of right. identifying people. Even when there were numbers, you kind of had to say, well, that's the strong side, Mike. Yeah, you know, I would think. That kind of thing. Even when there were numbers. But that's how you knew who was doing what, when, where, why. Why did Miami do that? Could they play an odd man front when that's you were in Miami? The, we played an odd man front, yeah. Is that why? So you had two inside eight, backers. Five and seven. Right, six and eight, five and seven. And that's the way it went. Yeah. And that's the way you had to learn it. But what you call an offense, some call them split backs, some call an eye. Uh, when we looked at the offense, we called uh, uh, the eye formation was green. It was colors. 
When we looked at a weak eye, it was a brown eye. Uh, it, when it was a strong eye, it was a blue eye. When it was split, it was red. You know, so there were specific colors for each formation. And so it'd be red right. You knew exactly what you're talking about. Tight ends on the right side, yep. split backs. Then if the backs were switched or not, you had to identify if the backs were switched. The fullback is usually to the strength, the tailback's the other way. If they switch, usually that's a draw scheme. That's a, mm. oh, they're going to run a draw here because they've switched the fullbacks. So just certain things that you could sit and you identify and you communicate. But that's what McCaffrey's got to figure out. Carm, you're running a 34 zone, it's a 34 zone. Yeah, really? Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's not, not a lot of mystery coming in there. So One you think back, he might be more involved then? You think like I he, would hope he'd be more involved. It wouldn't be simply let's limit him to the red zone. What the really? hell did you get him for? Well, they got him yesterday. Well, they got him last okay, night. Okay, I mean, what, what's the problem? Harder you to got learn him an offensive night. playbook than a defensive playbook? Or does it not matter that much? I, I think it, it's, it takes time. It takes a little bit of time. But it depends how familiar you are with the system. Like, different defense has got blitzes and they got yeah. schemes. A running back starts right. And looks for the hole. He's looking for the hole. Who am I going off depending upon what the defense is? If you're running an OT, a 34 OT, that means you're running a power play to the right side. You're jabbing left. He's coming back right. And he's waiting for the blocking develop in front of him. He's an instinctive runner. He knows what it's supposed to look like, right? But sometimes things get done differently. He's got to run to daylight. He's got to find daylight. I think for the running back, the blocking schemes, what he's got to pick up, when he can release, that's what he's got to worry about. Okay. This is the very latest within the hour. Excuse me, from uh, Kyle Shanahan. Within the hour. I don't know. Do I play him or don't play him? I got him starting one of my teams. Well, Shanahan said via 49ers web zone, of course, I'm still up in the air whether we're going to be able to get him in here for Sunday or not, Shanahan said. I know for sure he'll be in there the following Sunday, but that's kind of why I'm in a wait-and-see approach right now. I'm not sure at all about Sunday yet. This happened so fast. And we've just got to see where he's at. Follow it. You're going to have to wait and see. On so Sunday. what he'll need is any trick plays. He's going to have to, you know, um, you know, these screen passes, the way they're called, how they identify what they call their screens, you know, stuff like that. That's the stuff that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Did you guys see the Schefter tweet last night that he's getting roasted for? No. Like, I love Schefter. He's super nice to us. He's great what to all the get? shows here. But 49ers, uh, Christian McCaffrey is scheduled to fly to San Francisco on Friday. He will meet his new teammates and begin to learn the new playbook. It will be challenging to have him in uniform Sunday versus the Chiefs. But McCaffrey did go to Stanford, and anything is possible. Well, I, you know, I was just going to joke. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't see that. I was just going to joke to Yurko. I'm like, Yurko, he did go to Stanford, so... <laughs> You know he's a smart guy. Maybe I saved you from yourself is what I did there. Yeah. Well, I was more going to say it like a you know, sort of tongue-in-cheek. I don't think was joking. No, well, he's got to be. What if he went to Stanford and got a 2.0? I know. I was going to be tongue-in-cheek yeah. about it. I'm assuming. He did go to Stanford, I'm assuming Schefter's being sarcastic about that. I don't know. But see, you can't read sarcasm always on Twitter. There needs to be a sarcasm font on there Twitter. There does. You can, like, I can I, edit tweets. You can do all this dumb stuff now. Like, I was going to tweet last night. I saved myself from a bad joke, Abdallah. I think I put it on well, a text you were firing chain. on people last night. It was great. I wasn't firing on anybody. Eh, just one guy. Who? Who? Oh, that guy. I wasn't firing on him. He was... <laughs> Hey, he's like, t- he's, re- he's regurgitating what we say on the show every day. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've heard it. We yeah. say it every uh-huh. day. Yeah, thanks. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you had the best one. That your mom goes to college. Now, that was goes funny. To college. I wasn't firing on him. I'm like, yeah, I know. We say it every week. The NFL product is not great, but it's king. I, like, we've said it every day for 10 years. Thanks for regurgitating to me what we say every day. Um, no, I, you know what? I, I was going to tweet, but I didn't want to deal with it because there's no sarcasm font. 
Um, I, boy, and this is a bad joke, and that's why I didn't do it. Boy, the Panthers are really all in on this Wembenyama tank. <laughs> Some, so someone else Cross did tweet sports, that. Yeah, yeah. So that, I was I, going to, and then I, I didn't want like to deal with it. I saw that going around. Did somebody yesterday. do it? Yeah, All right. Other people were doing that. You could have done that. I put though. it in our text chain. Yeah. Nobody, nobody responded. Like nobody was <laughs> like, "Oh, that's funny, Carmen." Everybody's like, "Dumb." So I'm glad I didn't tweet it. I was like literally about to fire it off. I'm like, nah, people aren't going to get it. You could but, you know, it's all yeah. You could have. The, the, the Stanford people would have gotten it. The Stanford people would have gotten it. I was just going to say it to Yerk. Total tongue-in-cheek, though. 312-332-3776. That's the phone number. Join us. What do you think about the 49ers kind of going all in here, I guess you'd say, for McCaffrey? Thoughts on Bears-Pats? Anything else for the uh, NFL weekend? We'll get into Zach not playing again tonight in a little bit. And we can cross a name off of the White Sox wish list for manager. We'll fill you in next. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. One more cowbell, please. Just a little. Just a little cowbell. Not a lot. Maybe a little more. Maybe a little bit more. Carmen and Yurko. What a gorgeous day. I want to get outside right now. This is the day we need to set up the grill outside like we always talked about and cook for people. Yeah. You know, like a tailgate Friday. Well, one of those black stones, what are you thinking? It's got that top on it, or you want a Traeger? What are you looking for, Carm? To make it happen. You know I love my Traeger. I know you But I think just, like, straight-up grilling. No smoking, just straight-up grilling. Fast and easy. Just grill. Let's go, baby. grill. Brats. Burgers. Brats. You know? Brats and burgers. Let's do it. Yep, yep, yep. Some beef hot dogs for our Muslim friends. So, absolutely. Well, listen, you shouldn't be. You should only be eating beef hot dogs. I mean, come on. All beef hot dogs. What, some are, we, what places, are we talking listen, about here? Some Hebrew, places. Hebrew some, National. Let's some go. Please, some places, you know, they don't. No, we got you got to have an all beef hot dog. This is Chicago. You, we, we, we don't mess around here. No pork product in there. What all do they have beef, in New York? I don't know, but their hot dog is uh, inferior to ours. We have the better hot dog. You can cross a name off of the White Sox list, Yurko, and Bruce Bochy won't be coming here. No matter how badly the White Sox wanted him. I don't know how far things got with Bochy anyway, but he is going to take the Ranger job. Oh, Your new manager of Texas Rangers. What if I told you the White Sox interviewed Ozzie again? I would be surprised, did they? You would be surprised? I believe they did interview Ozzie again. Did they really? I'd be surprised by that. You're yes. breaking news? Look at Is you, this dude. breaking news? Yurko, I mean, first to report? Just, yeah. First to report. The White Sox interviewed Hold Isaac Ian for the manager's job. Play the Wait, are you being for real right now? Yeah. This is breaking news. This is on Chicago's news. home for sports, ESPN 1000. Go ahead, Yurk. It's all yours. The Chicago White Sox interviewed Ozzie Gian for their managerial job. Yurko, I mean, what were you planning on? You know, we have protocols here. You you probably should have passed this this through some channels, maybe some baseball reporting channels before this was blurted on the air. I'm tweeting it. I'm tweeting it as Get Jesse on the phone. You know it's going to be aggregated. The moment the tweet goes out, Yurk, you can't come back from that. I'm not coming back from this. Wow. Was it like, what do you know about it? Was it it very just like, was it just like... Uh, as a, um, was it just? It's as a, a simple uh, statement. <laughs> it's a very simple statement. I know, but I'm asking: Do you know any of the particulars? Like, are you like, talking about like, like when he was hired before? No. 
<laughs> no. I'm talking about for this vacant job, this um, vacancy that they have currently in place. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm blanking on a very easy word um, where they were just doing him a favor. What's the word I'm looking for? Here? They're I'm uh, searching for a word. Not compulsory, a, uh, uh, not a complimentary, but something yes, similar to that. Yes, why can't I think of that word? Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, it, too. Uh, uh, like that? a friendly What's gesture. The matter with us? How do you say friendly gesture? What's the fancy I word? Courtesy. A courtesy. Thank you. Courtesy. 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 Yeah. Was Thank this you. a courtesy interview? Courtesy interview. Was that what it was, or you I don't, don't know? No, I don't believe so. I think this it was is an interview. Ma- this is a major development. I'm trying to understand why at 1225 today <laughs> we are just learning on? that uh, that that uh, Yurko has been sitting on news that the White Sox interviewed Ozzy again. I am shocked by that. Why? Because I didn't think they want Ozzy. To me, he's the number one candidate that's out there. Call he's Jesse the one right guy, now, Adam. He's the one guy. On the Carm, he's the one guy that's ever done anything with the Chicago White Sox. Did you hear? Hold on, hold on. Why do I gotta call Jesse? We well, have the I, foremost I, authority no, right it, here. Jesse's a, a baseball reporter. Whoa, 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 whoa! And, and Yurko's not. No, he's got news. He's Did not you? even on the Twitch cam I right have, now. All we see is his bare his, feet. I and have never. I have never broken any news on this station ever. Let me ask you this. Yes. Last week, our friend, comedian, actor, Brad Morris. Good man. Called in I love him. as Ozzy on Waddle and Sylvie, and it was an incredible eight minutes of radio. Yes. Are you sure Brad didn't call you pretending to be Ozzy telling you, Yurko, I interviewed for the no, job? No, he didn't. He didn't call me. You like you didn't get got by Brad? Are you sure? I didn't get got by Brad. This I didn't is, get got by nobody with a check mark. I didn't get got by anybody. This is amazing. Like, Yurko's now breaking baseball news. This is, nobody has this news. I don't think Chuck Garfine's got this news. Take that, Nightingale. I just tweeted it, boom. Dude. Boom. All right, it's out there. You're- it's news. I'm retweeting I'm it from the ESPN Jesse 1000 right account, now. so I get all the, all the likes and the, Jesse right now. and the favorites. Oh, you just did. Yeah, are you showing me the oh, tweet? Oh, no, no. I was no, don't show me your sources. Oh, I was going to show you. I don't want to, no, no, no. You protect your source. All right. That that's your that you protect. Well, I'm letting you know. I mean, you know, you guys are sitting here grilling the master here. I'm not a news reporter. I'm just letting you know what I know. This isn't me. This is an incredible development. I'm texting Jesse right now. Yurko just Jesse should be calling Yurko. Dropped a bomb, and I don't mean gas. Not a Woj bomb either. Oh, it is. I did right before, Listen, I did right before the show. Yurk bomb. He I did that us. right before the show. Yeah, you did. Oh, my heavens. Do I feel... Don't text him. I'm calling him. I feel 100% lighter. All right. Did you, uh, Adam, I feel great. Like, I don't... This, this is not out there, is it, guys? I feel like this would have been... This Yurko's literally breaking some very big news, and this I, has I not think, been out there. I think they're keeping things quiet. I think they want don't want anybody to know what they're doing. They interviewed Jesse has joined us. Yeah. Uh, Jesse? Yeah. Well, are, you in, on, are you in Philly? Yes, I'm in Philly. Did yep. you? What's going uh, on? By the way, you you did text me last night. You said I you, you I can did. book it. Bochi's going to Texas. Yurko just dropped on the air that the White Sox interviewed Ozzy Guillen for the managerial job. I don't know that for a fact, but if Yurko says it, then yeah. it might be true. I've kind of been on the on the road here, but um, I'd be surprised if they hired him. It'd be again, I think, an ownership thing. I'm not sure the front office has thought about that um a reunion there but if uh if jerry wants it jerry's going to get it um maybe they talk to him i don't know but I, i'd be surprised if they hired him but then again i was surprised when they hired tony la Russa. Uh, i know there's, they, a, lot, I know there's hired, a lot of people that want the job and when they hired robin ventura right so right so, so i guess to your point it doesn't matter what rick hans title is or what kenny williams title is i don't know why jerry reinsdorf bothers paying them to be honest i really don't i mean why doesn't jerry just 
be like Jerry Jones. Yeah, I look, mean, if he's going to hire Ozzy in your front office, isn't necessarily on board with that, right? Like, what's I the mean, point? First of all, you know, interview Ozzy is it really an interview or just like a conversation? Like, I don't know what you'd officially call it, but they kind of know what Ozzy's all about, right? And it would absolutely go against everything that Rick just said publicly a, a, a week or two ago, right? Outside the White Sox family, all this stuff, forward thinking, been in the dugout recently. Nothing against Ozzy, but he hasn't. I, I look. I love Ozzy. I think I, I would love to cover him again, um, but it would obviously be a Jerry decision because it would go against everything Rick just said publicly a couple weeks ago. But that's up to them. All right, you're on the road. I know, but do it. You're do, a busy do, man. Do, do a little digging. See what you can find. He's out. running yeah. up the stairs to Liberty Bell. Did, did you he's run up the Rocky stairs? You know what he's doing. I'm not right not yet, but I was planning on it. Is but it now, and, you know, right after I have a cheesesteak, I'm going to run the steps. Well, of course. Um, but uh, look, I've talked to a lot of people that want that job, and I know Ozzy does as well. So could it have been a favor to Ozzy to interview? Like I don't know the context, but it's something I'll, I'll definitely look into. Look I mean, into when it. Yurko reports it. I know it's true. What? Uh, who would you say is the favorite right now from what you can gather? Um, I think Espada would probably be near the top of the list, but I'm, you know, it's been quiet over the last week. I've talked to candidates. I've talked to people interested, and no one knows exactly what they're thinking, which is, I guess, the way it, it should be done, right? You don't re- you show your hand. Um, but the only couple guys that we know for sure they've interviewed are Espada Grafal, and I guess if Yurko is saying Ozzy, you know, again, is it an official sit-down interview or is it a conversation? Is it just a, you know, whatever whatever you want to call it, but um, those are the only ones we know for sure that they've interviewed. So it's been very quiet over the last seven days. I will say that. Oh, Even yeah. candidates don't know exactly what's going on. People like Ron Washington have kind of been waiting. Hmm. Um, uh, Mike Schilt's kind of been waiting. So these Ooh, are the guys... I, that, I make them wait. Let them keep waiting. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, Mike Schilt. Um, oh, there was a flurry of conversation early in the offseason, but I'd say in the last seven days, they've kind of gone quiet. And I, Like I said, even candidates aren't sure what's going on. Are Phillies going to win tonight? Um, no, I think the Padres the are going to win tonight, and the Phillies are going to win the next two. That's oh, my prediction. Right. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll take that. Give them a lead. Give we'll them a 2 that. lead. I'll yeah. take it. Okay. Yeah, and then the Phillies will win the next two. I think Musgrove is going to win tonight. All right, Jess. Thanks, buddy. Let us okay. know if you find yep. anything Thanks, out. Buddy. All right, you got it. There you it is. It. Just Jesse Rogers. And the requests are now flooding in. I've got requests coming wow. from all over the Yurk. city. Yurko, you're being requested to be on Unfiltered tonight with David Kaplan. No, he's not. Is yeah. he really? They want to know if you no. can stick they around. They want you to be on uh, the Newsmakers no. on WTTW tonight. No. The answer is no. Um, MLB Network the needs it. Is. Matt no. Russo Matt wants you on right now. Yeah, everybody wants you on tonight. Yurko always says the White Sox have interviewed Ozzy Gia. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I've got the <laughs> vanilla envelope here with the name of the manager. Man. The vanilla envelope says Could it's going to be Could this show two White Sox things? And- <laughs> I mean, really. Like, you know, they already... Rick won't come on now for... You know. We've already we already killed the trade in Rick's mind. Well, I like how Jesse says it's been quiet. So clearly things are happening behind the scenes, oh and you're just boom. Here's the news. I love it. Yurko just dropped the, the he took the sledgehammer to the whole thing. Yeah, this is much worse than when he well, tweeted out his NFL. Let me, yeah, was let, me, let me tell you how this works. I am not a reporter. I know you're not. But every blue moon, something lands in my lap. Awesome, awesome. This is the best scoop you've ever had. That's it. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. See what we're up to. See them on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago.
We're still, the ground is still shaking beneath us from Yurko's bomb. They didn't pass gas, but uh, he uh, he got a good piece of news yesterday, you know? And he's not a reporter, but 20, the 20, White Sox 22 years in the business. Interviewed Ozzy. I get maybe two, two, two pieces of... Uh, Two pieces of information about every 10 years. Mm. That's what I get. And when I got this yesterday, I didn't even think about it. I forgot all about it. Really? Yeah. Boy, I got it. Forget I said, about. okay, that's not surprising to me. All right, whatever. Mm. And then we sat and we started talking about it. I said, whoa, hey, I got a little something for you. Yeah, I love this? it. I love yeah. it. Love it. Good stuff. I love Ozzy. He's one of my all-time favorite White Sox players. Maybe my favorite, to be honest. Yeah, I've been championing him for a long time, especially on his dead-ass team that they had. I don't necessarily want Ozzy to be the manager. I got you. I mean, could they do worse than Ozzy? Yes, they could. They did worse last time. They yeah. did worse the time before. Yes. They could do worse. Mike Schilt would be worse. But so I, I the would, White Sox are capable of a lot of dumb, bad things, and so they could do worse. I would. Yes. I would. I wouldn't even argue it. But I, I'd sit here and I'd tell you, listen, what what Ozzy did here before it ran its course. It did. At that time, I think they were ready to say goodbye to each other. And I'm just afraid. And of like, I don't think there was nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Where it runs its course and it's time to say goodbye. That's just the way it happens. Yeah. And I. No, nobody's going back and looking at that and goes, well, they should have never have gotten rid of him. No, I don't believe that. I believe it ran its course. It needed to be separated. And then the White Sox have gone about the business of trying to figure something out. Is there ever a right time to bring somebody back? Uh, the problem is they've had like three swings and misses on their manager since. Yeah. You know who probably has been the best manager since? Ricky. Ricky Renteria. Like, think about that. Tim Anderson kind of finally blossomed a little bit under Ricky and right. Like some of the young guys got a little bit better. That like Ricky Renteria is the best manager they've had since Ozzy. And what'd they do to him? They fired his yes. ass for the, I mean, when they were ready to win. They made a joke of a hire. When they I felt mean, they were ready to win, they went and fired him and got somebody else. Unbelievable. Oh, my team. All right. Well, good job, Yurko. I'm uh, it was a, that, was a that came out of nowhere. Left field, literally. So Good fun. That's what happened yesterday when it came to me. Yeah, yeah, right. Out of left field. So much out of left field, I forgot about it until oh. we started talking about the White Sox. Good, good gracious. Nuggets, kid. Nuggets. I love nuggets. Nuggets. That's what you get sometimes. Nuggets. Sometimes they're chicken nuggets, you know? Uh, sometimes they're gold nuggets up in the Klondike. Yesterday it was just an informational nugget, you know? Klondike. Yeah. All right. Very good. If uh, you got a thought on anything we've discussed so far in the McCaffrey trade, Yurko's big news that Ozzy interviewed for the White Sox managerial job. Maybe it was just to be nice because Ozzy had said courtesy interview. Talking, Is that what yeah, you're saying? Courtesy, courtesy interview. interview. Well, who knows? Maybe they're serious. And, and if by they, I think Jesse hit it on the head. That Jerry. I mean, that would be a Jerry hire. It's uh, that would not be a Rick and a Kenny hire. Uh, but the last manager wasn't a Rick and a Kenny Hire. 312-332-3776 is the phone number. Looks like Mac Jones is going to play Monday night. You know, I had said to Yurk in the break, I almost maybe prefer that. You know, bad ankle. Yurk said, ah, doesn't have a bad ankle if they're going to play him. Yeah, if you're going to play him, he doesn't have a bad ankle. Yeah. If, if, if you're going to play him, he's, he's healed. He's, he's healed ready already? to go. Yeah. If he's limping around at all at practice, you can't play him. Okay. There's no way in the world. I don't care how much you tape it up. He's not of the ilk that you would say, you know, he's not, he's not the Tom clear, crystal clear number one right. that you could play him at 80% and you're still going to get a better performance than Zappy Bailey. Bailey Zappy. Yeah. Well, well comma. Zappy, comma, Bailey. Right? The, the point is that the, 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 the youngster is still a little bit better than the other youngster. Okay? If he's yeah. healthy, 
If they're 100% healthy, you go with the guy you think is going to be your starting quarterback for a long time, which is Mac Jones. Probably Mac Jones. Right. We talked about this earlier in the week. I do love the fact, though, that the Patriots just keep drafting quarterbacks. They know the value of it. I wish the Bears would take a lesson. I mean, a year after trading Mac Jones, I mean, excuse me, a year after drafting Mac Jones, Mac Jones returning the Patriots to the playoffs, which they didn't do the first year Tom Brady was gone when they had to play Cam Newton. What did Bill Belichick do this spring? In the fourth round, he went out and he grabbed a quarterback. Since 2010, Bill Belichick has drafted eight quarterbacks. Eight. The Bears have drafted five. The Patriots, since 2010, have drafted three more quarterbacks than the Bears. It, it, ma- it makes no sense, folks. None. Can you name all uh, five quarterbacks that the Bears have drafted since All five that the Bears have drafted since years, Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Justin, Justin Fields. Then it gets tough. You th- I mean, uh, you'll know them all, but you'll be like, oh, that's right. But and uh, That's it. You got a San Jose State kid. You got a Central Michigan kid. And I don't even remember where the other one was. Maybe, I don't even remember. Uh, David Fales. Remember right. that name? Yeah, I do. Nathan Enderley. Mm-hmm. Remember that name? And then Dan Lefevre out of Central Michigan. Those are the... Quarterbacks. Lefevre was the one I might have been able to remember. Maybe. I just wish they would draft more quarterbacks. I I don't think they are in a position to continue to think that they've got it right. Oh, we're good. We drafted one in the first round, so we're good. I'm not saying draft another one in the first round, but do what Belichick does. Do what Ron Wolf always did, like Yurko tells you. Do what uh, the four. I mean, do what a lot of teams do. That they look for value where they can find a quarterback that a they either develop into something good or they just flip right. and trade. When I look for linemen, right? I look for linemen. This is what I look for: guys that wrestle. I like guys that wrestle and play line. Okay, because they know how to you know, sacrifice a little bit. Um, they usually have to run with the rest of the guys and they have to keep weight, but they know yeah. leverage. They know how to you know grapple. You know yeah, how yeah. it's hand to hand, in body, tight fighting with balance. That's what you got to be able to have. That's what you need in wrestling. For quarterbacks, I'm looking for a three-point, I mean, a, a, a three-sport stud. Mm. A guy that could play football, a guy that played basketball, a guy that played baseball. He was good at everything, can golf, is a natural athlete. That's what I want. Mm. I'm looking for a natural athlete at the quarterback position that is good at a number of different things. Some dexterity, you know, um, some intelligence, that's what you're looking for. Usually the closer you are to the ball, the smarter the per- person is. Center. Yep. Quarterback, defensive interior, guards right there, and then it fans out. As far as it goes to Wonderlick scores, and some people want to argue one way or another about the Wonderlick, I don't. I know exactly what it's looking for. Um, And the further you get away from the football, the less reliant you've got to be, and it's more just about making things happen at those positions. So uh, You're talking about guys like Mahomes and Josh Allen. I mean, those guys are the three studs. sports Tony stars. Tony Romo was Tony a stud, Romo. but he wasn't drafted at all. He was, undrafted, yeah, he was undrafted, but he still came in and found a way to be successful. Sure. The odds against him being successful in this league, sure. where they take a look at the first, second-round pick, and they give him such a preference and a priority yep. over the guy that comes in undrafted, you really got to be above and beyond to be able to make it as an undrafted free agent, and that's ultimately what he was. Um that's what I'm looking for at that QB position. That's what I want at that QB okay. position. So why the Bears don't look at that and take a look at a history of an individual to see what he did in high school, what he did where, one. That's what I want to find out. Give me that guy that was a multi-sport stud and expected excellence out of himself. Tony Romo, the best undrafted quarterback ever? Or am I forgetting somebody else? Well, I, I think if you go in the way back machine, you go in the you'll way probably back, find, maybe? I mean, Bart Starr was like a 30th round draft choice. Wow, no 16th kidding. or 18th round draft Is choice. Is that right? Back when they had all those rounds because guys' options were, no, I'd rather wow. be a doctor than be a 
football, football player, player because sure. you make much more money as a doctor. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, seventeenth no, round, Yurko. Yeah, seventeenth. He was 18th. the. He was like. He was this. Uh, he was one pick after Brady. Yeah. Brady was one ninety nine. He was two hundred. Yeah. He was the two hundredth pick of the draft. Right. We don't that. X amount of teams in the league. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think Roma might hold that distinction. But, but you can look that up. You can look at these the best quarterbacks that weren't drafted. And they give you a nice little list. You I'm get a filter it's there. Romo. I'm, I, unless I'm forgetting somebody totally obvious, it just feels like it's got to be Romo because he did have a very successful career. Three one two three three two ESPN. We'll grab some calls coming up next. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN One Thousand. Follow at Carmen DeValco and at Yurko sixty four on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. The other great undrafted quarterback, Warner Romo, Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Yeah, that's huh? a good one. Forgot about Warren Moon. You gotta like that. Yeah. I mean, that run and shoot offense was fun. Where'd Warren go to college? Washington. 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 Yep. Two guys out of the gateway, Eastern Illinois, Northern Iowa, directional schools. Yeah, yeah. And then Washington. And then Washington. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit more of a, your powerhouse school. Well, I don't know, powerhouse. That might be a little bit too strong. But a damn good school. That's produced fine NFL talent. You could say program. powerhouse. I wouldn't yeah, be against that. Yeah, that might be a little strong for Washington football. Don't you think? Maybe a little? Well, back in the day, like you pointed out, Oregon, when I disrespected Oregon a little bit. Yeah. Back in the day, Washington was producing players, and they were okay. producing quarterbacks. One of the Billy Joes was there. Yep. They, they have Brunel a good history. Yeah. Washington has a good history yeah. for football. They, they do. Brock Heward, right? Wasn't Brock a Washington? Or did I have that wrong? I feel like Brock No, was Brock Heward is Washington, yes, 100% right? yeah. correct. They put though. a lot of guys in the NFL. You're right. Moe's in Frankfurt on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mo? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you guys? Good. Good? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, excellent. Man. Excellent. Perfect. So, like, um, let me just tell you something. Put some fat guys in front of me, and I could run the ball. Okay? I don't need – all you need is blockers to be a running back. So, should the Bears pay? No. No, right? No. Montgomery's no. gone. No. I mean, yeah, yes, him. Montgomery's gone. I agree. Yes. And then Herbert will be gone. You didn't even have to finish the question. Right. It'll be Ebner. Then it'll be Ebner. And it'll be somebody else. Yes. No, yeah. Mo, thanks. I, I, yeah, listen, you can pay a guy $5 million, $6 million bucks. I don't care. But could you spend it wiser and better? Probably. Yeah. But I'm not against somebody else paying running backs. I just don't want to be my – I don't want my team wasting their money at the no. running back position. I don't even know if I'd pay David Montgomery six million bucks. I mean, if he said he wanted to play for three and a half or four, he'd probably talk me into it. But no, 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 no. Don't be, don't be paying running backs. Uh, you just don't have to anymore. We've documented it way too many times, and it's the only position that the value that has gone down in value for a reason. Rich is in Northwest Indiana. What's up, Rich? All right, I'll be quick, fellas. I got one question and one statement for Carm, and I got one question for your goal. Carm, what's up with the uh, negativity on a potential Aussie hire? I feel like you're completely basing it off of 2005, six. I, I think it's a shoo-in. It, it fits like a glove. I think there's nobody more perfect for this team. I don't know. I, 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 I would disagree, I guess. But I wouldn't be, like, totally down on it, but there's got to be. I don't, I, I don't I'm sick of the retreads. They've, I don't know. I just I, I would look, I would look elsewhere. But all right. What's your uh, question? Right. There's a case. Rich has I, made a case. All right, my statement for you, Carm. If Ozzy is hired, I guarantee Moncada will be an all-star. Really? And if, if there is any way we can make a bet on this, I will gladly do it. I, I would almost, if Ozzy's hired, I would guarantee Moncada's traded. 
That's what okay, I would guarantee. I understand that. <laughs> that's, that's the I guarantee, the my friend. He's the only one that can get to him. Ah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, and I don't want to. What, what do you want to wager? I mean, I, you know. Yeah, a bottle of bourbon, the usual. All right, okay. Or a sandwich. Well, you do a bottle of bourbon. I just bought a nice bottle of Mictors yesterday. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, what, what, what'd you buy? Mictors uh, small batch bourbon. Okay, the U.S. one? All right. I love that yeah, stuff. All uh, right, what's your question? Maybe I'll, I'll think about it. We'll put you back on hold. But what's your question for Yurko? All right, Yurko, I just moved to uh, Northwest Indiana in May. Best thing I ever did in my life. Uh, <laughs> one question. Where's the best spot to catch some games and have some drinks? Oh, you got a number of joints, depending on how. where you at specifically. Cedar Lake off of 151st and uh, 41. Right down there in Cedar Tucky. I know where you're at, my friend. Rich, what's your social security number? <laughs> hey, I'll tell Rich, the Goodfellas is not a bad little spot right by you. Goodfellas. So right? you ain't got to go You ain't got to go too far. Coffee but if you wanted to venture up the boulevard, you can go to Michael's. Which is over there in St. John, Indiana. Be perfect for you, kid. There you go. A lot of TVs, good Sounds food. Awesome. All right, hold All right. on, Rich. Adam will take down your hey, number you go to just social two one nine two. Of course, you know. we love social two one nine. Bullpen is right down the street from there. You can go to Long Shots. Our bar, a lot of nice places. Our bar's up in Highland, so, so he's a little farther. You are traveling way north. Like okay. if he would have said, "I'm in Highland," okay, or "I'm in Griffith," I'd have sent him there. Our bar's right by uh, Munster Donut, right, Yerk? Uh, no, it's oh, down not? the street. It's on Calumet. One's on Indianapolis Boulevard. Okay. It's down the street. I, I mean, if you're a local, yeah. I mean, if you're a local, it's only about four or five miles. Because last time we did a show at our bar, I remember oh, yeah. all of a sudden I saw it. I'm like, ooh, there's Munster Donut. And then I did a yeah. hard right turn into the parking lot. I'm right. like, I'm getting donuts. So you were on Calumet. You were getting ready to make a left on Ridge Road. Yes. You would made a left on Ridge and going all the way to US 41, made a right. And then you would run right into our bar. And I went right yeah. into Munster Donut and got a dozen donuts for everybody. Now, these are my preferences, too. There's other bars, like if you're in Munster Danny's, he's a nice place to see a game. There's other places to go see games, but these are my personal preferences. I'd be willing to bet, Rich, that if Ozzy gets the job, Mankata's gone. You don't think he likes Mankata? Uh, I, huh? I don't think he likes you on Mankata one bit. He can't get the uh, dog uh, out of uh, him? I don't know. I don't, I'm not so sure many people inside the organization like you on Mankata anymore. And I'm pretty sure most of the fans don't like you on Mankata anymore. And he's got the talent, though. I wonder if they regret not trying to trade him last year. He, well, he's got talent. But, he's got the know. talent. So what? I mean, a lot of guys have talent. I mean, are you trading low? I mean, you, why, well, why trade low? That's I mean, let's why see you, if you I, can get him I to said, respond. I said, I think see they're... See if you can get him to respond. I think they're regretting not shopping him more aggressively last year. That would be my educated guess. Let's put it that way. That they are, that's what they're sort of do you ha- internally. Do you, have, do you have any sources on no, that? No, it's, again, it's an, I'll say it's an educated You're not guess. breaking news. No, no, I'll say it's an educated Just guess that you, they. There's a feeling you have. Are kicking themselves that they did not try gotcha. harder to trade. I got another quarterback that was a free agent. Who? Maybe not of the ilk, but pretty damn good, and he had a nice run with Frisco. So we talked about Warner. Warner. We talked about Moon. We talked Tony about Romo. Romo. Jeff Garcia. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Jeff Garcia had about a five-year yeah. run that was pretty exceptional. Good call. You're yeah. Good San Jose call. State. San Jose State. San Jose State, undrafted, went up to Canada and played, then came back down. Seems like they, sometimes a few of those guys go up to Canada, they come back to pretty good football players. Warren Moon did the same thing. Excellent call. I don't even know how we got on that topic. Oh, well, you, were talking about, you talked about yeah. what you want in your quarterback. What so I'm you looking for athletes. in my quarterback. I want athletes. I want three, uh, three sports stars. That's what I want. Three sports stars. Guys that are used to being successful, the guys yeah. that have a drive to be successful, the guys that are used to being alpha dogs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Guys that are used to being the number one. That's what I want. I don't want somebody tepid back there. Most of the time, I feel like that's what you get from I want those a prom guys, king. right, Yurk? I like, want a prom king. That's right. what I want. Like, um, Give me the prom king, okay? Yeah. He's my quarterback. Freddie you want, Prince. You want the alpha. I want Freddie Prince. 
Uh, like Brady was a pretty spectacular baseball player, wasn't he? I mean, like so much so. Didn't Brady get either sniffed by the Yankees yes. or drafted by the Yankees? Or yes, something? I or, believe he did. Yes, like I, you know, like so. I think you're right. If you looked at like Jay Cutler was a three sport like all stater in Indiana, yeah. wasn't Santa he? Was Claus. an unbelievable basketball Santa player. They still talk about him in Santa Claus. Josh Allen and Mahomes was a great. And look at Kyler Murray. I mean, whatever you think about Kyler, I mean. You talk about an athlete. You're drafted in the first round in two sports. I mean, come on. Mahomes um, was a great Pretty baseball player. Yes. So I see what you're saying. I bet if you started looking at most of those guys, especially the successful ones, you're going to find that they kind of were the cock of the walk in high school, and they mm-hmm. were like dominant, yeah. you know, two, three-sport yeah. stars. Yeah, I'm guessing, Carl. All right, when we come back, Yerk, uh, let's talk some Bulls. Another night uh, without Zach Levine, but it looks like he's going to play tomorrow, so maybe trending in a better direction. But we can talk about the start of the NBA season a little bit more. Bulls will shoot for a 2-0 start. If you want to talk Bears and Pats, if you've got a question for us about what to expect Monday night, what do you think is going to happen? Do the Bears stay within the 8? They're becoming a sexy, uh, trendy little pick right now. Uh, right now. Bears getting 7.5 or 8. And Yurko's bombshell. Breaking news. The White Sox interviewed Ozzie Guillen for the managerial job. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back.